0: Wow, that was that was wonderful. Praise the Lord. We pray for more grace, more anointing for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Uh, amen. I want us to hear. I believe God wants us to hear this message at this time. Because uh, we are all in different seasons in our lives. And, you know, God want to use this to help us. So the title of my message is, Where Are You in the Seasons of Life? Uh, now we are in um, fall. You now when I tell my children it's winter, they say, no, 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 that is fall. I'm like, ah, okay, it's fall. So I agree with you, you know, because for them, everything has to be official. So even if you have some snow, hmm, it will tell you, where well, it's still fall, all right? It's not winter yet, but whether it's fall or winter or summer or spring, uh, the seasons do change. And there's a reason why they do. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you so much. There's a reason why the seasons uh, change. So we are looking at where are you in the seasons of life. So let's go quickly to Genesis chapter 3. Um, Genesis chapter 3, and I will read from verse 1. Genesis chapter 3, from verse 1. Are we there? It says, now the serpent was most, more corny than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Admit. And he said to the woman, as God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree of uh, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will, surely, you will not surely die, or you will not surely die. Uh, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. But they were already like God. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, they were pleasant for, to, to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they still fixed leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called Adam, called, God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? Where are you? That's where we're going to stop. Uh, let's go to Genesis 8 verse 22. Genesis eight twenty-two. So God said to Adam, where are you? So I'm saying to you this morning, ask your neighbor, where are you? Because I can't see you. Oh, you can see them, but where are you? Genesis 8.22. Say, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. That's the word of the Lord. May the Lord bless the reading of, and the hearing of his word in our ears. In Jesus' name. Um, God created times and seasons. Uh, you know, to help mankind, they are indicators. I mean, you know that, even for us here, in this part of the world, uh, anytime the season is about to change, we change our clothing, Uh, even the stores. Uh, You go into the store, for example, in the summer, you're not gonna, most likely, you're not gonna get winter coats or jackets uh, in the summer because people won't buy them. Uh, Even if you see them, they're probably left over that they just kept on the side. And they most likely will be clearances because they want to get rid of them. But, you know, when we get into, towards the end of summer, as the temperature begins to drop, most likely you go to the stores and you begin to see. Jesus Christ was saying to the, uh, to the people, to the disciples, uh, to the Pharisees, rather. he said to them, he said, you are asking for the signs. You are looking for the signs you're 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 saying some of this thing like okay uh uh tell us something the disciple. tell us something and and jesus Christ was telling them that you know what you know for example when it's cloudy you know it's about to raise in it you know you you, you look at the, the weather and you can actually predict what's about to happen praise the Lord. for example we know in in the fall winter it gets dark because we change our clock and another even before you change your clock you see that it, it get dark earlier than normal it's not surprising in the summer that you have that you know we have like longer day you know i remember we had someone who came in from uh, nigeria and and you know they were surprised because they came in july you know and they were surprised that 9 p.m 10 p.m it was still bright you know and and that's it So we we look at all these signs and we know that is a change. In season, when God was asking Adam, Where are you? It wasn't like God doesn't know. God knew where Adam was. And every time you ask somebody, Where are you? is a positional question. You are asking them because you want to get information about about their position. Where are you? And for example, when somebody says, Where are you? you look around, don't you? Let's say you're driving. And you want to tell somebody exact place where you are, you will tell them, "Oh, I am on So-So Street, I'm about to turn to So-so." Even when you don't know where you are, you look around for signs, and then you describe where you are. So God asking us this morning, "Where are you in the seasons of life?" God is not limited by time, but He has given us the gift of time in order to measure our effectiveness. We don't have an indefinite time on earth. The Bible says in Hebrews nine verse twenty seven. Hebrews nine twenty seven that is appointed unto a man to die once and then judgment. So there is a time. Hallelujah. There is a time for everything. There's a season for everything. The way you spend your time is the way you ultimately spend your life. Time is life. We say time is money. Uh uh-uh. uh. Time is not money, time is life. The way you spend your time is the way you spend your life. Are you with me this morning? God is asking you this same question. He asked Adam in the garden, Where are you? Because God wants you to be conscious of the fact that you are limited by time. In the natural, you are limited by time. But even when you want to switch into the dimension of the supernatural, to override time, of course you must be able to identify, okay, I am here. I am not supposed to be here I'm supposed to have gone further than this with God's help I'm able to go further are you with me this morning because until the supernatural come in contact with your natural boom there's nothing called divine speed there's nothing called divine favor there's nothing called supernatural breakthrough because the supernatural has to come into contact with your natural hallelujah hallelujah god has a great plan for your life but you cannot get there by merely wishing or just talking about it you must take action winning starts with beginning everything we want to do one of the things i've made up my mind from now going forward is to increase my capacity is to increase my effectiveness it's to cut down on some things. Are you with me this morning? Cut down on some things and have some things that will help me to progress to my next level. I don't want to remain like this. You don't want to remain where you are. You want to move forward. There are dreams God has birthed in your heart. There are dreams, some of the dreams you had when you were a little boy, a little girl. But right now, it's like they've become myopic. You can't even see them anymore. You, you, you can't even remember. Some of when you remember, you think you wasted so much time that you can never go back to that. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. But winning, tell your neighbor, but winning starts with beginning. 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 Winning starts with beginning. Hallelujah. So let's look at the season of life. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 to 3 says, For everything there is a time and a season. God has designed life to be lived in season. When you understand that God is a God of seasons, it prepares you to do the right thing at the right time. I remember, you know, a few years ago, you know, a few years back, I was still in my twenties. Okay, then a few years back, I was still in my thirties. Fast forward a few years now, I'm getting close to fifty, and I'm looking at where has the time gone? Are you with me? But you know what? There's an there's an uh, a problem. That in Africa, they said that the sun that is out, even though it's not sunny here today, but the sun can still come out. But just imagine the sun is out, okay? They said the sun that is out is still enough to dry your laundry. Alright? It's still enough. So what, the time you have left is still more than enough to, for you to make an impact. Are you with me this morning? The Bible says in 1 Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32. 1 Chronicles 12 verse 32. It talks about the sons of Issachar. The sons of Issachar understood the science of the times. And they know what Israel ought to do. You need to understand the science of the time. You need to know what you ought to do. At every point in time. You see, we often say God is in control. No, 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 no. God has given you control. You determine what happened. And if you don't do anything about your life, nobody's going to do it. If you don't have a plan for your life, nobody's going to have a plan for you. Because you see what? If you, if you put all your life in the hands of people who have a plan for you, they will not have a plan. And then you're disappointed. You're frustrated. You don't want to greet them anymore. You don't want to talk to them anymore because you put your life in their hands. You got to take charge and allow God to lead you forward. Amen? Distinctly, different things happen during different seasons. For example, let's look at winter. Winter is a season of preparation. It's amazing because this is the time that a lot of people get depressed. They don't want to go to work. It's too cold, you know. If you're listening to me, you're another part of the world where it doesn't get cold. Well, God bless you, but In winter, it gets cold. Yeah, are you with me? It gets cold. It gets cold. But it's a season of preparation. It's a season of revelation. It's a season of direction where God gives you direction. Hallelujah. It is also the time when the roots grow. It's a time for you to put your roots down. Put it down. God wants to establish the root foundation in you during this season. But there is no harvest. Have you ever seen farmers going to harvest in winter? They don't harvest anything in winter. And all these things that, that we see in the natural they have spiritual lessons with them okay let's go quickly to the next one then we get into spring which is going to happen very 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 soon this is a time of planting hoeing and nurturing in other words hard work is a season of hard work so there's a season where you prepare there's a season where you get direction but there's a season where you have to plan and work are you with me this morning You cannot plan when you're supposed to be working. You cannot be working when you're supposed to be planning because you know what? It is in planning that you receive direction for what you're supposed to work on. Are you with me this morning? Uh, You know, I want to make it as simple as possible. Praise the Lord within the time that I have. God wants you to walk your plan. Oh Father, this is the plan. Make it happen. God is not a magician. No. You have to walk. He said, Faith without work is dead. Because there are people who are just sit at home, they do nothing. All they do is they name it and claim it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. There's a time for, for, for you to walk. There's, there's, there's the time for hard work. Amen? There's a time for mental hard work. Are you with me? Wherever you want to believe God to get you to in life, there must be a path that you want to take to get there. Hallelujah. But guess what? Even with all the planning, still there is no harvest. Because at that time, it's still a plan. Then we move to summertime. Summer is a time of great growth. This is when activity, interest, and people begin to surround your God-given idea. But with all these activities, there is only a minimal harvest. Minimum harvest. Minimum harvest. Then we go into autumn. It is during this season that harvest is reaped in much greater proportion than the work or activity expended. And that is what then we say, oh, he's so lucky. Everything is just so happening. Whatever it touches comes to go. Uh-uh. Do you realize how many seasons he has passed through? Do you realize you have been in winter when nothing happened? Do you realize that it's, it's, it's gone to, to spring? It's come down to summer. Where he had just a little bit of growth. But then God takes him to autumn of his life. And then things begin to happen. And everybody is, Oh, I want to be like him. Maybe you are in a season right now where, where nobody recognizes what you're doing. It's okay. But don't give up. Are you with me this morning? Do not give up. Keep pressing. Sooner or later. You will get there. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say you will get there. In the mighty name of Jesus. God will reward your faithfulness. God will reward your efforts. God will reward your hard work. In the mighty name of Jesus. But unfortunately. In, in Atom. Which is for. Where people get. You know, a lot of harvest. That is not even proportional to the time. You know, they, they haven't put in so much effort. And they get a huge harvest. Not many people make it to that point before they give up. Not many people. I, I use an, an, an analogy uh, sometimes. I, I said, God gave me a picture. He said, he showed me a row of chairs in the church. And he said to me, he said, son, start from point A, from the beginning of the row to the end. So when I was about one chair to the end, God said stop. You know, it was like a dream. Uh, a dream. So I stopped. He said, look back. And I look back. He said, count the number of rows you've, you know, you've passed before you got to that point. I counted, I think, about 18. He said, how many, how many do you have left? I said, one. <laughs> he said, if you turn back now, he said, look at how much of a time it's going to take for you to go back to where you started from compared to for you to get to where is the end point. He said, That is how some people come close to their breakthrough and then they give up. Some people come close to that thing they've been believing God for years and then they give up. Are you going to give up or are you going to keep continuing? Even when you are in a season when it looks like nothing is happening, keep pressing. People may make fun of your dream. It's okay. As a matter of fact, if people have not laughed at your dream, you are not yet dreaming, it's not big enough. When people can agree with your dreams, uh, no, 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 you have not started. Because at that point, you know just drop that dream and dream a bigger dream. Every time people have had dreams that God gave them, people have laughed at them. Some, they will roll on the floor. Say, <laughs> ha, look at you. <laughs> you want to buy, do, do a business of five million? You don't even have five dollars in your account. <laughs> they will laugh, but let them laugh. The same people who laughed at you, they are coming to laugh with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, praise the Lord. The Bible says, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 11. He said, God make all things beautiful in his own time. So there's going to be a time that God will beautify your life. He's going to beautify your life with his glory. In the name of Jesus. People who are laughing at you now, they will come and celebrate with you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, anyway, let me see. Okay. Okay, very quickly, we need to look at invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. For you to be able to make it through the seasons of life to get to the end, uh, to get to the destination that you have in mind, you got to invest in yourself. You got to invest in yourself. This is what Warren Buffett said. We know Warren Buffett. He said, invest in yourself. Move forward every day by 1%. He said, invest in yourself, move forward every day by one percent. What he's saying is this your own one percent might just be you have a new idea today, you've been able to do one thing that added value to your life today. You must always look for it, might even be just reading a book, it might just be reading a chapter of a book, could be your one percent. I do it for this money, it might be just sitting down and reviewing your goal, it might be that, that might be your one percent, but make sure. What Make sure every day you take one little minute step no matter how little it is towards your goal, towards your dream. Don't put your dream on the shelf. Don't put your dreams in the closet and, and, and close it up there. Make sure every day you take one step forward. Are you with me this morning? You can never grow beyond your knowledge base. No. Because you can't give what you don't have. You cannot grow beyond your knowledge base. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. 2 Timothy 2, 15 says, Study to show yourself approved unto God a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Remember, I said you. He's not talking about reading the book, reading the Bible to teach other people, but use first. Because if you don't have it, you can't give it. Are you with me this morning? Your capacity is tied to the information that you can access and apply. Your capacity depends or is enhanced by the information that you can access and apply. Recently, for example, I found out about something, and I was discussing it with uh, some people a few days ago. I said, if I knew about that thing six months ago, I would have been able to take a different decision. The information was there, but I didn't access the information, so I couldn't apply it. Are you with me this morning? But the information has always been there. Whose fault? It was me. I didn't see it. So you cannot act on information that you don't know. Are you with me this morning? Every day comes with its own challenges, but growth is tied to having the discipline to endure the pains and reach for the goal. You gotta endure the pains. Bible says, "Eyes has not seen, ears has not heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man." What God will do for those who love Him. First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. Eyes has not seen. Hallelujah! No matter what you are going through right now. It cannot be compared, Romans 8 verse 18. It cannot be compared to the glory that has been set ahead for you. And that's why you've got to take your eyes off. Whatever is, going to, whatever is happening around you now, don't allow it to be a distraction. Are you with me this morning? Amen. If you don't take advantage of your opportunities, you will never realize your dreams are potentials. If you don't take advantage of opportunities, you will never realize your dreams and potentials, because opportunities come dressed in workloads, and that is why a lot of people don't take it. Opportunities will come. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for the opportunity when it comes? Investing in yourself will help you to make each day your masterpiece. Pro, I mean, Psalm 19. Let's see what Psalm 19 verse 2 says. He said, Day unto day uttereth speech. Night unto night she knowledge. And there is no nation, there is no nation that their voice is not heard. What that is saying is, every day has a voice. Every day has a voice. You speak to the day. You command your day. Today is a day of favor. Today is not going to go the same way it started. I am changed I am blessed. I am transformed. My life is going to take a turn for good today. In the name of Jesus, I'm taking a step closer to my dream. A step closer to my destiny. A step, a step closer to where God is taking me. A step closer to the manifestation of that breakthrough that I, I desire of the Lord. A step closer every day. Every day must count. Hallelujah. When you invest in yourself, you are always growing. And constant growth means you are ready whenever the opportunity comes. Some of us, we pray for opportunity, but we don't prepare for it. We pray, oh God, do this, but we are not preparing. We are not preparing for those opportunity. Do you know there are courses you can do that will not take you, you know, online? Some of them as cheap as $10, $15, that will have so much tremendous value to you. Instead of wasting that time doing nothing, we can invest that time doing something positive. Are you with me this morning? You can learn something. You never know the day, for example, I'm I'm learning digital marketing now. Even if I don't use it to make money, I can use it for myself. Are you with me? I can use it for myself. Amen. There's so much that you can do hallelujah but we just need to be proactive and we need to take a step forward personal growth will give you a platform to impact your world the bible said they are waiting for you the world is waiting for you to manifest there is something that you have nobody has nobody else has are you gonna die with that remember the man that had one talent he didn't do anything with it god has him. He said, At least you should have kept my money with the bank. God is a shrewd investor. He doesn't want you to waste it quickly. So now the question is: where are you going? God said, Where are you now? Where are you going? Proverbs 29, verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. You see, I believe God is sending this word to us now because He wants us to begin to get ready. It's going to do amazing thing. God said, 2018 is going to be our year of a thousand times more. But how can we have a thousand times more when we are not even prepared? Our perspective has to change. Our orientation has to change. To believe, because we need to increase our capacity. Because some things are going to come at you in 2018 that you are not ready. We don't want to pass up opportunities that God has orchestrated and designed to take our life to the next. He said, if you don't know where you are going, every road will lead there. If you don't know where you are going, every road will lead there. The key to your success is eating in your daily routine. So what will you do today? What you are doing will determine where you will end up. What you are doing will determine where you will end up. He said when you go to the house of a, of a poor man, you see the biggest television set. But when you go to the house of the wealthy and the successful, you see the biggest library. When, I, when we move here from, from UK, I use myself as an example. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just using myself as an example. When we move here from the UK, we, didn't, we couldn't bring our books. We still have there. But do you know that in two, nine years, I've built a library that is so big, and not that I build the library just for decoration, I read the books. Because in five years, the difference between where you are and where you'll be in five years, is going to be determined by the books you read and the people you meet. It's not, you know, to start reading all these okay magazines, all these nonsense magazines, they don't have values to you. How Kim Kardashian is dressing, what she's wearing, whether she's wearing, she's going around uh, you know, dressed up or not dressed up. What does that got to do with your own life? Kim has already chosen her own past. She's, she's making money from doing what that doing. Even if she posts something on, in, on Instagram, she's making money posting stuff on Instagram, but you are looking at it. Oh, look at what Kim is wearing. What has that got to do with you? Let's be honest. Uh, we are family, okay? So don't be upset with me. Yeah, you, you can be upset with me. Then after, we make up. But I want to see you move to your destiny. I want to see you do well. I want to see you that even when you are sleeping at night, you have invested so much that even money is coming for you when you are sleeping at night. Are you with me? We can say, oh, let's go to Uganda for three weeks to do mission work and you don't have to think about, oh, I'm not going to work. If I don't go to work, they don't pay me. Because you have more than enough in your reservoir. That is where God is taking us from. Are you with me? When you determine you work on your own terms. When you do things on your own time, You do what makes you happy. Haven't you to find out Give me five more minutes and I'll be done. How about you found out that people retire and then when they retire, that's when they now do the thing that they really wanted to do? Why? Why does it have to be like that? Why can't you do what you love to do while you are still not when you are retired? That's to say something. I don't know, maybe you've thought about it. You see, we want to go to Argentina on mission. Meanwhile, <laughs> they couldn't do that before. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Only hungry minds can grow. How hungry are you? You see the caterpillar. You see how it bites at everything—the leaves. It just eats it up, eats it up, eat it up. What do you think it's doing? It's increasing the capacity to become a butterfly. If if caterpillar hits your farm, they will chew everything, chewable. What are they doing? They are increasing their capacity. Maybe you haven't thought about it. They are increasing their capacity to turn to a butterfly. Because there's going to be a time where a season where the butterfly rolls up and it looks lifeless. At that point, it cannot eat anything, bite anything, chew anything. But the food it has eaten in is enough to sustain it. And then one day, that cocoon begins to break. And then you see a beautiful butterfly fly out. What are you chewing on what are you feeding yourself with? You will never change your actions until you change your mind. Pursuit changes everything. You must run towards your future every day or you will not have enough time to get there. You will not have enough time to get there if you are not running towards your future every day. You will not have enough time to get there if you are not running towards your future every day. You must run towards your future. Where are you going? You can't be going to God is leading you south and you are facing west. You better turn back quickly because there is no time to waste. The world makes room for a person who is on a pursuit. Successful lives are motivated by dynamic pursuits. Look at what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Look at what Paul said. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26. I'll read 26. You can read from 24 to 27, but I'll just read 26 and see what Paul said. Paul said, therefore, I run this way, not with uncertainty. I fight, not as one who beats the heart. I have a target. I know where I'm going. Do you know where you are going? Because if you don't know where you are going, every road will lead there. And the road that leads there is a the road that leads no, to nowhere. Hallelujah. When you discover your mission, you will feel its demand. It will fill you with enthusiasm and a burning desire to get to work on it. That's according to Clement Stone, W. Clement Stone. He said, When you discover your mission, you will feel its demand. It will fill you with enthusiasm, with and a burning desire to get to work. So every time you're going to work, you're not, you're, not, you're not going to work. Your motivation is not because of the paycheck. Your motivation is I want to make a difference. I want to make an impact. I want my life to come for something. Hallelujah. Quickly, let me round up. Let's look at the steps to reaching your dreams. Number one, be diligent. Be diligent. The Bible says Proverbs 12:24 says, "The hand of the diligent, bear it rule. The hand of the diligent, bear it rule. you got to be diligent. Diligence means not just doing the right thing, but doing it the right way. It is not just doing the right thing, but doing it with the right attitude at the right time to get the right results. Number two, step to reaching your dream. Be committed to a daily growth plan. Have a plan, please. I want to read 10 books this year. Okay. You want to read one book a month? Have a plan. You want to learn something new every month? Have a plan. Have a daily plan, a weekly plan, a monthly plan, a quarterly plan. Have yearly plan, a yearly plan, a five-year plan. Do you know that people who are not successful, they plan for Saturday. The successful people, they plan minimum three to five years. They have a plan. Because when you have a plan, people will not just take you into whatever they think is okay for you. You tell them, uh-uh, I'm allergic. <laughs> like Dr. us this morning, you will tell them, uh oh, I'm allergic to drugs. <laughs> I'm allergic to, to doing all these things. Why? Because you have a plan. Amen? Proverbs 4 verse 18 says, The path of the righteous shine brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Number three, be determined to succeed. Be determined to succeed. Joshua 1 verse 8. Meditate on the word of God day and night be determined to succeed. Number four, eliminate self-doubt. James chapter 1 verse 8 says, A man, a doubter, he said he's, he's a double-minded man and is unstable in all his ways. You don't want to be, God forbid, that will not be your question. A doubter is unstable in all his ways. He's unstable in all his ways. Hebrews 11, 6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So doubt does not please God. And if you don't please God, how do you get to your dream? Number five, Embrace failure by learning from it. So this is the sequence. Fail, learn, move forward. Fail, learn, move forward. You can either fail and remain there or you can fail forward. The choice is yours. Most of the time when people fail, they stay there. But you have to learn from it. You know, when a little boy falls, they fall, they cry. But when an adult uh, falls, an adult, fall, adult tries to look back. and say, Okay, what happened? What tripped me? And You need to be an adult now <laughs> and look at what tripped you so that you can learn from it next time so that it doesn't trip you. Amen? Hallelujah. Failure is not final. Hallelujah. If you make failure final, then it becomes fatal. Number six, change your perception. Second Corinthians four eighteen, we read that this morning. The things we can see, they are temporary; they are subject to change. Hallelujah. Number seven, set your priorities. Don't allow anything to take you off your life dreams. Follow your schedule. You see, one of the things I'm t- learning to do now is to say no. Some of us we don't know how to say no. It's better to say no and offend people and follow your schedule because you are going to get to your target. Because if you don't get to your target tonight, like the same people that you are saying yes to to please them, they will be the ones who first accuse you. You wasted your target. So that's one of the things you need to learn to be successful in life. Please let to say no. It's not every time your friend asks you to go out that you say, Yes, let's go. You, I want to study. I don't want to go. I'm now, I even learned not to be diplomatic. Before I used to be diplomatic. No. Please. That time. You got to learn to say no. We say too many yeses. The most powerful lesson you need to learn in this successful life is learning to say no. My grandma always said this. <laughs> I know some of you are, you are tired of hearing what my grandma says. <laughs> my grandma always said this: that you don't use being shy to put rubbish, garbage on yourself. So somebody is putting garbage on you, and you say, because you're being shy, you don't want to tell them. So you don't want to offend them, you just say, hey, keep putting it. My grandma said, No, you tell them, no, this is garbage, I don't want it. Amen you got to, you know, we, we need to be. Hallelujah. So we need to learn to say no more so as to create time for what is important to our growth. Apply the power of less. Less is more. Less is more. There's a book like that. Less is more. I just got it. I'm about to, you know, devour it. Less is more. Because when you do less, you are more effective, more productive, more fruitful. Don't be a jack-of-all-trade master of known. Less is more. Lastly, to reach your dream, create a pathway to your dream. Where do you see yourself six months from now? Where do you see yourself one year from If you don't plan for it, you don't get there. Nobody gets... you, You don't travel in your dream. If you travel in your dream, it's a dream. It's not a reality. You can't get to destination in your dream. Oh, you see yourself, oh, I'm going to Accra. I'm from vancouver and i've arrived uh, when you wake up you are still waking up on your bed in your city where you are in canada but when you your plan is you okay let's do for a ticket let me what day do i want to travel you, you understand now you buy your ticket. you look at the price you can afford it you buy your ticket uh-huh, and then you take yourself to the airport you don't even buy a ticket and stay at home you take yourself to the airport then you locate, maybe you're flying British Airways and you decide to go to Air Canada. They say, you have no seat here. Your, your name does not appear here. Can you see everything in life? How it is? Hallelujah. So mind mapping is vital. Nobody up in a future they cannot see. The Lord will help us. Theodore Roosevelt said, keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. Keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. And guess what? You will see the star. And you will enjoy seeing it. Whether you are using a telescope or whatever you're using, you'll see. Let's just burn our heads for prayer this morning. I hope we've been blessed by this. There's a lot of information, but... uh,